ABC presents the Press Box. The Press Box is brought to you by Jerry's J&W Carpet in Midlothian. Drive a little and save a lot at Jerry's J&W Carpet. The Press Box is your source for Ellis County High School sports. And now, here's tonight's show. And good evening, everybody, here in our fine county known as the Ellis County. This is Mike Fay, and uh, joining me here in Studio A is the great uh, Yo-Yo Dave. Thank Dave, you. Thank you very evening. much. And ladies and gentlemen, you do have the uh, press box here on KBEC, and uh, soon, calling in from another realm, uh, we've got our sidekick and partner, but... Yo, yo, we've got to bring him in, right? Oh, there we go. Ladies and gentlemen, may I bring you Press Box Home. Chad Hicks! You know, I'm still confused of why we always play the Ennis fight song for that, so... Well, it's hard to say, but I think I think Chad is a bit duplistic in his loyalties. Okay, all right, what but, that means... I can't even spell diplomacy. <laughs> but, uh, hey, Chad, so uh, we don't have you here, but uh, this is a little bit different, uh, those folks who are listening to this tonight, because um, I'm here in the big house, Chad. It's a little intimidating being in front of an actual broadcaster. <laughs> I was? A minor? <laughs> oh, dear. Mr. Haney was, uh, well, Mr. Haney was making his way up. Come on. Yes. Chad, duly noted, buddy. Yo-Yo, hmm. do you know anything about that? Have uh, you seen the picture? I, I don't know what picture you're talking about, but I can't look out the window behind me anymore because the uh, big game bash stuff is already oh. out there the, yeah we got a recliner out there buddy and it Re is nice yeah and i come in here without a meal chad and there are at least eight boxes of papa john's and there ain't no pizza in them which yeah, was fake fake boxes quite disappointing yeah they're stunt boxes they are stunt boxes <laughs> they are pho box it's foza not pizza yeah that's right well um but but yo yo if you could see the no we're not no that's unfortunate you know i keep trying to have them put in a yo yo van zant because <laughs> nobody knows who that is <laughs> that's right go under your stage name yeah yeah so but uh no they they won't let me do that so and the wife can't do it either no no they know that she's mrs yo yo so Hey, Does hey. she like that name? Uh, she likes it a lot better than the last one I had. Which 
Can we share that on the air? Well, it's it's not air friendly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. My last radio name. Yeah. How can it not be air friendly if you used it on the air? Uh, well, we didn't really use it on the air. Oh, it was studio a, only. It was the one that. It was the one where I was called into the office between Christmas and New Year's. <laughs> oh, I see. And had your hand slapped? Or? Oh, yeah. I was told, uh, we no longer need your services anymore. So thank you very much. Oh, my. For, for, for that, for yeah. the nickname. Yeah. yeah. That's the nickname they called me whenever they called me into their office. That's how I knew I was in trouble. Wow. <laughs> there's uh, there's something to unpack there, but we'll put that in a box for later, listeners. Yeah. So, boys, uh, it's our first uh, it's our first time back in a couple of weeks. I guess we took uh, we took yeah we took three weeks off, came back, and then decided to jump back off. But so let me ask: uh, th- there's a lot that's happened in our sports planet mm-hmm. since we have left. We've right. had some exciting things that we'll talk about next segment. When we uh, unpack uh, Waxhatchee basketball, we got some Red Oak basketball to talk about. I think we've got some awesome stuff going on around the horn there. Obviously, soccer is starting to kick up a little bit, but we're going to talk about that. But uh, And then our final segment, I've got a couple of nuggets for you guys that I'll package until the final segment. But, oh, no doubt, yeah. Well, we're packaging. Well, we're let packaging. Me, let me just go ahead and uh, say this. Here we go. Ready? Burleson High School basketball. <laughs> Overall, 13 and 17. In district, they're 3 and 7. That's right, they're in seventh place. So there you go. And you know what? They're the only one in that district that can claim that. That's right. Having fun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they've, uh, they've hit more free throws than Shaq, so. Boom. <laughs> there you have it. Well, um, so, yeah, there's a lot that has happened, and I'd be remiss if we didn't join the rest of the Metroplex to uh, pour a little salt in the wound because – Yes, please. I um, I drank the Kool-Aid, I'm going to admit, guys. Mm-hmm. I drank the Kool-Aid. I, uh, I, matter of fact, I did more than that. I jumped in the vat of Kool-Aid and swam around in it and became mm-hmm. totally immersed that I thought – and I said, and I've been quoted, we are going to the bowl. Oh. We're going to the super of all bowls. Yes. Mm. And, of course, unless you've lived under a rock or been somewhere in a biosphere, you probably know that your Dallas Cowboys not only got beat, they got beat like they stole money. They as, did. As we used to say in Burleson, they got whomper stomped. Whomper stomped, yeah. They... I mean, and so I'm so mad, and and my son Jordan Fay would concur, and he's a sports fanatic, right? I'm so mad at football. I was so mad that I pulled the ripcord in the third quarter, although I had to check the final score. Mm-hmm. I didn't listen to any sports radio, nothing, mm-hmm. no talk radio, nothing. I read nothing until late Saturday afternoon where I decided that the NFL, y'all, was going to flash its baby blues at me and give me kind of a wink to try to lure me back into loving football again because I got to tell you, man, my heart was broken. And 
it it was broken by the Cowboys. Yes, because it's interesting. It's one thing. Did I did I might I remind you I drank the punch? Yeah. I had pinwheels in my eyes. I was so hypnotized. Yeah. But here's the thing. And and, and I I hear what you're saying, and I know we've had bad games and great games as as a football team. But coming out of that, just going into the game, we lost the crowd in the second drive offensively. Right. Um, Our defense looked like Ned in his first reader. Thus, we had nothing there in – Aside from the pick six, they gave up 40 points. And I just – I got to wonder, and Jerry deserves a lot of this, I understand. But, y'all, um, what is it – what is an – how old's Jerry now? Is he 80 yet? I think he's 80. Yeah. Yeah, he's in his I early mean, 80s. What exactly – I mean, I shut everything off. So, he may have glared at the press or said some things. But I – I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. Well, I'm just mad. I saw Jerry talking to the press right after the game. You know how when you get really mad or, or you're about ready to cry and your chin starts to – You got shake to, voice? You got, well, your shaky voice, but your yeah. chin starts you to – You got chin warble. Yeah. He was he was holding something back so he could talk because he was really – he was fighting his chin the whole time. Yeah, I just got to wonder how much Johnny Walker Blue was being spilled there in our in our in his press box, and you know they don't show they don't they're not going to show that picture up there when they're getting just stomped. Yeah, but and Dak looked like his he, but oh, you know, and and the other thing that gets me is not just getting beat, but it's like. It's as though they didn't show up and, and were you know there, there's so much around the horn but maybe the most the most ang- the thing that angers me even more than that is then here comes all the criti- the critics come out of the woodwork oh yeah and y'all they're they're coming out of the woodwork and they're all going yeah so and, and they just pile on the Cowboys even though we're number one offense make no mention you know 12, 12 wins third season in a row. Playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. Yeah, and then we just get clobbered. Hammered. And part of it, you know, they they were talking about it on one show I was listening to, and they were saying that you know if they don't have successful drives in the first quarter, the crowd will be removed. And boy, howdy, weren't they? Mm-hmm. And you got to hand it to Jordan Love. You got to hand it to the Packers. They outplayed us. I don't know if we were out coached. I mean, we came back and scored 32 points, but meh. I don't know. Well, it's, you know, when your quarterback and your wide receiver that have been, uh, you know, made that connection all year long, couldn't get together on where they were supposed to be. No. I mean, you know, the quarterback was throwing the ball somewhere else. The wide receiver was running a route that wasn't the one the quarterback. And it was just like they couldn't. And when they did throw the ball to, uh, 88 he dropped it and yeah it was just awful yeah yeah so without a quarterback he can't i mean to see him re-rack and try to get in there i mean dax i mean dax a top quarterback he ain't top four but he's a top quarterback but it just goes to show you what element did the coaches leave out that allows your star quarterback to look like he's never played the game and Mitso in the presser following. You know what I mean? I mean, he had, he 
he admitted that. And is that preparation? What is it? But I think you bring a good point up, Chad. And, and, you know, all the articles and everything is talking about what do you do with Mike McCarthy? Well, I think it's more complex than that because I think, number one, there's your offense that has been the top offense in the league this year. And you got – no, no, no. But, but but just keep it in mind about how you got to rebuild something, right? Because if you've got 80 or 90% of what you want and you're trying to get 85 to 95, most folks think – it's assumptive that you're going to go in and rebuild all that. And the thing is, you've got the play caller, you got the quarterback, you got everything, all those pieces in line. But then you got to think, okay, so you think Jerry wants to go stand in line and start looking at these coaches who are out there and figure out he's going to be now the app, he's going to be the afterthought because now he's coming to the market where they've already been interviewed. The season's been over for a couple of weeks. Belichick, you know, uh, name escapes me but the seattle head coach and a couple others that are out there but i think pete carroll but but here's the thing in in from what i've read seen and what i believe and i drank the kool-aid y'all but it all starts up in frisco at the star and the bottom line is that shows you who should be fired and i know this is cliche jerry should be fired jerry and the whole inner workings of town acquisition the whole inner workings with how things are led, how things are driven, what the coaches have to do. And it's very clear that you're not going to get a Belichick in here because he wants to call the shots. The last one we had was Parcells. Yeah, but, but, but you know, who can counter that argument is Bill Walsh. Bill Walsh didn't win until Montana showed up. And, you know, and, and I get it. You got to have a great, you got to have a great guy under center, but I think, I don't know. I, I'm telling you, you could anybody out there would want to be able to get a divisional win and be able to play at home at 12 and five. And you can't. Anybody would love that. But the challenge with it is, it is a coaching issue. It is a it, it's a program issue, and that starts at the top. And I think you got nobody to point to but Jerry himself. In the entire organization, as it comes to that, you're going to go fire another coach. Great, we're going to get the same thing run in here, and then we got a whole new offense. I just think he's going to run it back again. He's going to hope for something different, as he is holding the keys to what that is. Now, I don't know if Stephen, on his own, can figure it out, but guys, uh, the second part of this though is because you, you say, "Oh, you got to fire Jerry." Well, you got to be realistic. The guy owns the team, right? He's not going anywhere until death, right? So. And that can be said for a lot of companies, you know. All right, but but the thing is, or, or what I think part of the thing is, is in the beginning of every season, for whatever reason, I guess because they're America's team, right? They have had winning over the course of their entire uh, history uh, of the franchise, and from time to time, and, and all of that, and. Uh, People will boo and hiss me or whatever, but it's kind of like the Longhorns. Man, the Longhorns start out with a high ranking every year, whether they deserve it or not, right? And these high expectations. This past year, they lived up to it and played for, you know, they were a Final Four uh, playoff team. Mm -hmm. But, man, we went through a lot of years where they were having to start out with a high rank on no merit whatsoever and then fall flat on their face because that's what they were. 
Well, in, in with Dallas, it's kind of the same deal. The difference is, is in the NFL, there's 32 teams, and in college football, there's 124. So you just get lost in the shuffle at the college ranks. But in the pro ranks, you don't do that. You just keep standing out as a failure rather than, you know, being this great team that, that's overachieving rather than they're, you're expected yeah. to overachieve and you just simply underachieve. Well, I'm going to do so whatever you can get else. past all of that. But here again, that's what makes the guy money. So I don't know that he even wants that. Yeah. Play. I mean, that's just it. I mean, is he perpetuating a brand? We all know he's done well with that. It's number one franchise, sporting franchise in the world. Ever. But yeah. I'm going to do like most others. I'm going to glom onto the Lions because I'm going to tell you, on the complete opposite of that, um, you know, obviously Dan Campbell has local ties because, um, as many know, he He's played local. here. Well, he played here. He went to A&M, right? Um, drafted he by. He grew up as in the Dallas Cowboy broadcast area. Yeah, he grew it, up right? in Grandview, I believe, or Granbury is where he's from. Glenrose is where he went. Or Glenrose, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Glenrose. And he's also the nephew of uh, uh, Kathy and Jimmy Spitzer, Waxahachie's own. And, uh, and so Kathy's brother's son, I believe, is how that's uh, connected, of those of you who know the Spitzers. Um, and. Uh, you know, I had the privilege of getting to know that guy before, I mean, before he even reported to camp uh, in the NFL. And what an awesome dude. And even later when he was with the Cowboys, I mean, the guy's amazing. Uh, you know, my wife babysat him as a little kid. But just to see what he's done there, to see the spirit and how, and how a head coach can breathe fire into a program. I mean, that right there, if that doesn't get your blood boiling as an NFL fan to watch, I mean, they've never been to a, to a uh, NFC. I cannot believe that. They haven't been to an NFC championship. I mean, that's hard to believe in the history of, of the Lions. Oh, they're one of the oldest teams. I mean, Detroit right. has been a dog there forever. I mean, they literally are the the polar opposite of what the Dallas Cowboys have been. Right on. And and yet, but they have glimmers of greatness. I mean, when you look at Barry Sanders, I've made this argument forever, and I'm not the only one doing it. Barry Sanders played for 10 years. Emmitt Smith played for 14. Yep. Barry mm -hmm. Sanders is third on the all-time rushing list. Right. If you would have taken Emmitt and Barry and flip-flopped them, oh, yeah. Everybody you would have never that. even known who Emmitt Smith was. Right. But, but, I mean, it would have been incredible to watch a Barry Sanders run behind the line that Emmitt true. Smith did in those early years. True. You but, know? But although I am an Emmitt homer, and I will say that Emmitt is a beast of a running back. And it oh, I agree. Is all that. But I Barry agree. was flashy and exciting. But But – yeah, I mean, and then let's just take it a little bit further. Then I guess sweetness would have been the same, right? I mean, he he had a good offensive line, but for years he was running for his life. You know, he was running for his life. Right yeah, now. that's right. Well, we're uh, we're up against a break here, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump and go make some money. But when we come back, we're gonna jump into basketball and change the tone. We're gonna uh, flush the Cowboys for the season and uh, turn our heads to those uh, walks at you running Indians. So we'll see you on the other Good. side of this break. 
All right, let's talk about Wing Price Heating and Air Conditioning. They're in Waxhatchee. Provide the superior HVAC expertise that you demand. Now, for the highest quality results for your AC repair and heating needs, call today at 972-834-2568. That's 972-834-2568 for Wayne Price Heating and Air Conditioning. And learn more about all of their HVAC contractor services. All right, back with more right after these important messages on KBEC. If you are ever in need of a wrecker service, call Tofro Wrecker Service at 972-938-3221. They're the pros that can give you a tow. Tofro handles small and heavy towing 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Danny and his crew have been serving this area since the year 2000. Let them put their experience to work for you. Call 972-938-3221 or email at TOWPR. R-O-W-A-X at gmail.com. Topro Record Service. Equipment cluttering up your backyard? Jet skis taking up space in your driveway. Whether you need an extra closet or garage, Access Self Storage has the space for you. Meet the friendly, helpful managers who live on site with state-of-the-art surveillance and electronic entry systems. In Red Oak at 561 East Ovilla Road and in Midlothian at 1630 North Highway 67. Committed to safety, security, and service. Access self-storage. Catch the excitement of Hatchie Hoops on Hometown Radio KBEC Waxahachie High School Basketball as we broadcast live both boys and girls game every home game of the 2024 district season. The action starts at 6 p.m. and you can hear it at 1390 a.m., 99.1 FM and streaming live at KBEC.com. Waxahachie High School Basketball is brought to you by Imagination Learning Center, Featherston Automotive, Wayne Price, Heat and Air, Linebarger, Gogan, Blair and Sampson, along with Blue Bonnet Barbecue, a and Auto Solutions and Area Wide Plumbing. Hometown Radio KBEC. And now back to the press box on KBEC. Oh. oh. We got a little hoops coming your way, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, the return music that you are listening to is we got basketball to talk about. Hmm. And you're here with the press box here on KBEC as the great uh, Ken Roberts saluted as we were coming back from break. Joined by my sidekick and partner on the phone with us today, broadcasting from afar. We don't really know where he is. We're not supposed to know Yo-Yo. But, uh, and as we always say, under the exquisite stylings, twisting and tweaking of one Yo-Yo Dave. So uh, is it a hidden bunker somewhere that Chad is? Uh, it's, it's not a hidden bunker, but I, I might Ava be in the protection program, so therefore <laughs> I don't re- uh, divulge yes. my whereabouts. Oh, there you Unfortunately, go. Unfortunately, Chad has to live in the witness protection program on countless times during the year. But that's just a conduct issue we're well, dealing with here on the press box. Only in during tax season. He's, he's, <laughs> he's easy to find, though. Just got to look up for all those 80 interns that are following. Well, yeah, he carries them on a <laughs> bus. Right. Looks something like the Partridge family bus, but hopefully our the age demo. They put, their, they put their headlights on, and people thought it was a funeral procession. Amen. <laughs> Man, talk about narcissism. Oh, he he's not well, narcissistic. You know. It's just true. He's got a Back crowd. Then, that... I didn't have quite the ego that I have now. <laughs> Boom. Now it's glowing. I got to have a sidecar just to keep it. 
Well, you know what, y'all? We are pivoting, and the sound you're hearing is this re-engineering of the press box and its focus because we've come out of the holiday, ladies and gentlemen. Football is about to sunset. We got two more weekends of football. We got one weekend, and then we got the Big Bowl, and then it sunsets across the nation. Oh, don't forget the Pro Bowl game. Oh, yeah. We I got forgot it already. Underwear Olympics. Now it's like flag football or something, I forgot right? it already. How fun is that? Hey, you know what's really important, though? couple of weeks from now tell them yo-yo pitchers and catchers that's right reporting to spring training and we've got small ball baseball going and we're going to welcome back the world champion texas, texas rangers. rangers but tonight still today it's kind of weird doesn't it it do mm-hmm. no question but here's the great thing we got uh, we got a little basketball to talk about boys especially here in our uh, sweet town of waxahachie because Leading District 116A is your running Indians, folks, and uh, excited about that right now. Now, I may have some dated numbers here, but uh, as I understand it, unless I can be cross-referenced by, by uh, Chad's uh, intern staff, they're running 7-0 and in district, if I've got that is correct. correct intel, about 14-6 yes. overall. Yes. Um, Currently holding the first-place position. And, gang, that's no small feat because as Chad and I were talking off the air, uh, getting ready for the show, Lake Ridge and Duncanville, if you look at statewide rankings, um, they are um, they're ahead of Waxahachie. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, that befuddles me, guys. So let's stop down first. Take a quick minute to address that, because how in the world can a team be undefeated in district and be ranked, according to Max Preps, by the way, and that's in Texas, right, Chad, statewide? That's correct. How can yeah. they be ranked 53rd or some such, and yet Mansfield is up in that top 10? Yeah. Well, the um, – Lake Ridge. Yeah, Lake Ridge. Mansfield Lake Ridge is. Yeah, so basketball rankings don't shift as much as – uh, football rankings do. You play a lot of tournaments. They'll play a lot of these exhibition games against uh, these superstar teams and all of that sort of thing. And I'm talking early in the season and that, you know, from that standpoint and all of that. And then, uh, of course, like in football or other sports, there's a lot of teams to deal with and and all of that. And And you just don't I'm just being frank about it, but basketball, when it comes to the rankings and the reporting on the games, because they play so many more games and all of that, you just don't have near the excitement uh, statewide or nationwide as you do when it comes to football. And so there's just not as much shifting and maneuvering and all of that in the rankings. And so as of now, that's where they have them. I think – uh, I'm not looking at it in front of me, Mikey, but I think the uh, Lake Ridge is what would you say they were ranked ninth in Waxahachie? I, I saw one where it had them ranked 41st or something, but yeah, that's that's just how it goes. So uh, don't get too taken up by that. Let's just play the games and see who wins, and we'll work it all out in the end. I'm gonna is do what I must try to do. I'm gonna do my best, but yeah, but, but let's talk about those uh running indians i mean it's i guess i wonder how big a surprise that is coming in because our current head coach he has uh been at the helm now this is his second season correct uh 
believe that's right. Second or third, yeah. And so no more than three, right? Yeah. And so that puts him, you know, Corey Johnson is who we're talking right. about, by the Corey, way, who's been on our show, Kojo. Kojo. If he's known on the press box, we call him Kojo. Yeah, we do. But in Texas, by the way, uh, we are um, we are forty first in Texas. Uh, there you go. So we're not even in. If I look at the full rankings according to Max Preps, goodness gracious! I mean, they got plenty of schools in front of us as you can imagine but here we yeah. go um yeah so when you look at the top 10 you've got lake ridge sitting there at nine and then you've got uh really no one else from our district that's up there but um and then you got to come pretty and, and, far and let's be clear about this too actually um that 41st ranking is all schools in texas so that includes some 5a's 4a's all of that kind of stuff in, in Texas, Division 6A, in that classification, we're ranked 27th. So okay. it gets a little better when you align us with who we are, what we're supposed to play against, and that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, I just wonder, um, I mean, I think, and Yo-Yo and I were talking about it off the air as well, is that how many times has this team been tied or kind of on the ropes a little bit or behind and come out from halftime – and just completely pivot and turn I, things around. I'm telling you. So I'll go back to what uh, I was talking about the other day, I think, in our last broadcast. But, you know, against Duncanville at halftime, we were down by four. We go in at half and come out, and it's like a totally different team. And we end up winning. Uh, I was thinking it was 21, but it might have been 19. It's, there may have been a last-second, you know, uh, basket made there. Anyway, but roughly we went by approximately 20 points. Basically ran Duncanville out of the gym, so to speak, in the second half. And uh, But you're exactly right, Mike. I mean, I don't know if it's coaching adjustments or if it's a heck of a pep speech that they get at halftime or whatever that turns them around, but it is some phenomenal basketball. And to anybody listening – no matter if you live in the Waxahachie, you know, the town of Waxahachie or any other town in our uh, in our county, you're not too far away, and it's worth the trip over there to watch them play. And the next couple of games will be, you know, we're playing Cedar Hill, uh, which is about middle of the pack in the district, and then DeSoto, which is at the very bottom. So uh, we'll have some weaker well, competition. We do, um, but, but by the way, when we had DeSoto. Coming up the next couple of games, but, man, it would be fun to watch them. Well, we had DeSoto coming back from the holiday. We played them on the second, and we had to take them to overtime. We subsequently won by seven, but keep in mind, we got them again. So they played us pretty tight. We took Legacy yeah. OT and won by three. So it's not like we're – you know, we're blowing people out, but we have won eight in a row. And I got to tell you, just like you said, I mean, I think the feels like, you know, when they got to reach a gear, they get a gear and, and hats off to, to, uh, uh, Corey and, 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 and everything that he's done. And, you know, I just, I, it, it would be fun to be in the locker room and just see kind of how that culture amongst those guys fits watching them on the court and practice. Cause they're not just a bunch of individuals because individuals don't do stuff like this. No, that's right. Yeah, they play very well as a team. And it's just – it's the type of basketball that Waxahachie fans are used to 
a lot of passing, a lot of moving the ball around, and a lot of fast pace. A lot of man. transition. A lot of transition. Buckle your seatbelt and get ready because we're going, you know. Yeah. So, yep. Well, I tell you what, it's exciting. And as you said, they got a bit of a gauntlet because they're going to they're gonna come up against Cedar Hill. But then they've got, even though DeSoto's at the bottom of the district, they've got DeSoto, Duncanville, and Legacy. They got Duncanville and Legacy just like they did before. I mean, they had to go through that once. Let's hope they can go back through it again. Yeah. But, and That's then, right. you know, and then, gosh, you know, here, here shortly, you know, the, in less than what, three weeks, they're, uh, they're on to the, onto the playoffs. So. That's right. Yeah. December, or uh, I don't know where December came from. Excuse me there, but February 13th will be their last yes, sir. district game against Skyline. And, uh, yeah, that concludes the district, uh, play. And then we'll get in right into the playoffs, but. They went a clean, you know, ran a clean gauntlet the the first half of the uh, uh, the district, and now we've got them, you know, uh, we got them, again. got to run it again, and man, it'll be fun to watch for well, sure. And uh, they are at home tomorrow night against uh, Cedar Hill, and we're we'll so, uh, broadcasting that game live right here on the World Broadcast Headquarters of KBEC. So yeah. there you go. And I mean, what a, you know, obviously Ken's on the call there and, and, and does just a phenomenal job making that game exciting. But, you know, we got something nice going on there, ladies and gentlemen, I'd encourage you to tune in, but that's not the only one here in Ellis County. Um, no, of course we got more walks at you girls, you know, they're having a tough season. They're fighting through it right now. Um, they're looking for their first district win. I uh, could be a little behind. They, they won the last two games okay. they played. Yeah. So. My, yeah. They, yeah. They, they kind of turned it around a little, a little bit, bit Mikey. Yeah. And um, they, they've been playing pretty good the last week or so. But as we move our way, you know, to include Middle Othian, obviously we got Middle Heritage in that same uh, District 8-5A. We got those Burleson Elks in there. Um, obviously, when you look at that, probably the highest highest one there for us would be Midlow High School, which according to what I got here, they're 4-2. and two. Um, You know, they may – I don't – when they construct the playoff situation, what do, is it much like football? Do they take the top handful of every district top and go four, forward? Yeah, yeah. So top four will go, will move forward, yeah. and um, and it's you know it's tournament style, just like everything else. And uh, four plays one, and two and three play, and here we go. Right, but I think uh, Red Oaks got some got some fun going on there. Um, of course, they're in the they're over there in four A now. Of course, in Ellis no, County, five, Red Oak is five A Division One. Check that. And so their their men at the moment are five and one in district. All right, they got one they're one sitting one. in second place, but their women are rolling at eight and zero oh and in first place. And uh, yeah, talk about yeah, it's that. fun stuff. So so the women, you know, they've got uh, they got some fire going on there. Um, what uh, you know? What can we talk about with them? Let me take a look here, Mikey. I'm trying feverishly yeah. to pull this up. It's a lot of stats to keep up with. Well, for friend. us, and, and ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, you know, even with our staff of 40 interns, one of the challenges is that basketball is not so forthcoming with information like football, and same with soccer and other sports. And so, when you go to certain outlets like Max Preps or different news associated there 
um, a lot of times that's parents reporting that up for us. But, but like I said, you know, you know, Red Oak boys, you know, they they're at the top of the pile in 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 fourteen five A. Ennis, you know, is probably at the lower end of that uh, spectrum. So it looks like Red Oak boys will have a have a berth there. But uh, really, what's cool to talk about there is the girls as they are undefeated in district and yes. and certainly bringing it. And I think it's you know worth noting that without without fail. Um, so with that, um, you know, the other, the other thing that I would mention about Waxahachie, I, th- I think is worth noting is that we've got a lot of youth on that team. Surely we've got some seniors, but I think one thing that, that stuck out when we had coach, uh, you know, on, on the show a couple of weeks ago going into the season about how he was talking about people are stepping up as sophomores and juniors, obviously the big man. You know, they, we we were we're long, we're tall, and then we also are flashy at the guard position too. So, looks like we've got youth, and it looks like something that can be sustainable long term, don't you think? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, um, at um, well, they just do a good job at putting kids together that can create a chemistry amongst themselves really, really quick, and I guess. What what comes out of that statement is, man, they're they're just basic they're basketball players, you know. They uh, they focus on basketball. It's their key sport or their you know their primary sport or their only sport. Typically, uh, it hadn't been so terribly long ago. We had some football players that were on the basketball team and that sort of thing. But uh, these guys just uh, they just keep it together and keep it rolling for sure. Yeah. So. Um... So really excited to hear all that. And we've got some teams that look like they got playoff potential mid-low. Obviously, Red Oak, both boys and girls. Uh, Waxahachie, no doubt, at the top of the pile. Um, you know, uh, we'll probably uh, be be looking forward to hearing more news from our uh, lower uh, A or class level uh, schools. But uh, certainly look forward to seeing what else County's going to do in the basketball arena. But, you know, the weather outside's cold. It's time for basketball. It's time to get that heated up. And, uh, you know, we're, we're certainly excited to uh, bring that on. But so with that, gang, we're going to we're going to go to a break. And when we come back, I got a couple nuggets that I want to share with you all. Uh, until then, uh, let's go make some money. Yo-yo. Because of the Texas Veterans Commission, I was able to keep my home. They put me in contact with people, which helped me tremendously. To find services near you, visit www.tvc.texas.gov fund. Now I can go online. Yes, I'm a veteran. Select my service, then my county, and find what I need right there. I strongly urge each and every veteran to use the Texas Veterans Commission because it's worked for me. Sponsored by the Texas Veterans Commission. Are you ready to improve the look of your home? Help save your foundation? Then you need to check out Metroplex Gutters, locally owned and operated since 1973. They can help you with seamless gutters, half-round gutters, copper gutters, leaf guard covers, a variety of colors and options available. Just visit them online at MetroplexGutters.com. Call now for a free estimate at 214-306-4665. That's 214-306-4665. Mention this ad for a 10% discount. You put it off long enough. Call Metroplex Gutters today. 
equipment cluttering up your backyard? Jet skis taking up space in your driveway. Whether you need an extra closet or garage, Access Self Storage has the space for you. Meet the friendly, helpful managers who live on site with state-of-the-art surveillance and electronic entry systems. In Red Oak at 561 East Ovilla Road and in Midlothian at 1630 North Highway 67. Committed to safety, security, and service. Access self-storage. The biggest football game of the year is coming up, and that means it is time once again for the KBEC Big Game Bash. An incredible prize package that includes an HD flat screen TV, a new recliner, and of course, pizza. Plus, we're adding more great items as we speak. Keep listening for details on how you can be our next Big Game Bash winner. 99.1 FM, 1390 AM, and streaming live at KBEC.com. To the press box on KBEC. Back at it again, folks, here on the press box, joined by uh, my partner, Chad Hicks. This is Mike Fay. Chad's on the line with us because he's reporting from a bunker somewhere unknown. And of course, uh, Yo Yo Dave rounds out the three legged stool that is the press box here on KBEC. And as promised, uh, for our final segment, I've got a little something, something for y'all because. Uh oh. Yeah, baby. Is uh, it legal to talk about on the air? Yeah, I hope, I hope it is. I need to uh, so, put on my tinfoil hat. Exactly. So last week when we were not broadcasting. Wait, do we need to go to the seven second delay on this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's hope. Not. Yeah, we got to get the drop button. So let's hope not. But last year on the seven or last week uh, on January seventeenth was a pivotal day of the year for most Americans. And which of you care to guess what made January 17th a very pivotal day of the year? So what day was that? Like Saturday? Uh, no, it would probably been Wednesday, I believe. Wednesday? Hmm. Yeah. Well, okay, pivotal. Definitely all days are pivotal. Pivotal right. day. Okay. Uh, so we talked about, you, you and I talked about off the air, that the uh, Hall of Fame ballots are coming out today. Right. Tonight. Yeah. And, you know, one uh, Beltray. Yeah. Third well, baseman. There's that. Is uh, supposedly. Wait, so, on the yeah, ballot. Which Hall of Fame? Baseball? Well, baseball, baseball. Baseball Hall of Fame. But. Comedy and again, Hall of Fame. And again, just, just, for, uh, just for everybody's uh, understanding, uh, no Pete Rose, correct? No Pete Rose. Okay, just checking. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so Wednesday going it's what is the pivotal day? day? Did you win the lotto, Mike? Negative. Oh. Like oh. <laughs> Yeah, you would have seen uh you'd have seen my stool here in Studio A spinning <laughs> if you'd have known that. You'd just been spinning as <laughs> my the mic laying on the floor. Uh, yeah, it'd have been laying on the floor and I'd be going yeah. boom. No gang, uh January seventeenth usually is the day where all Americans have spit the bit on their New Year's resolutions. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. 
and they kind of bring that that whole effort that they they the, you know they push the is it Cipherus or who's the guy who's the mythological guy that pushes Syphilis. the ball up the hill? What is what are you yeah. talking about? Syphilis, yeah, Cipherus. <laughs> Cipherus that pushes is, the boulder is up that to Cyphris, the top of the hill. I don't or know. Or is he the one with the wax wings that flew too close? To no, the sun. that's that's a different guy. Yeah, we got to work on our mythology here on the press yeah. box. Let me but, call my son. He Holy, got what, what are we doing here? Well, let me just get to this point. So here on the seventeenth, apparently we're spitting a bit. We. <laughs> Are. Well, well, just searching for content. I'm right. just burning a segment here. Work with me. So, um, but no, but on the 17th of January, Americans across the country give up their New Year's resolution. Okay. And that's, you know, and, and what's sad about it is, you know, everybody has these visions of grandeur and they come out of the holidays after overly doing stuff and they're coming in. And they set these ideas, these resolutions, these uh, goals, and then literally 17, 17 days into the game, they quit. Now, first off, question for the uh, the partnership here, the triumvirate. How many of you guys actually set New Year's resolutions? Do you look at the year beginning on the 1st of January? Let's start there. Is January the beginning of your year like most people on the calendar, or do you start your year on a different month? Okay, uh, you bring up a very, very good point, Mike. Yes, I always do. Because I really struggled with this for a long, long time. <laughs> and the reason being is, as a kid, as a yes. child, as a student, as a youngster, no doubt. You're, you're, you're right. You're on this clock where you have your year starts in August, it ends in May, and then you have this dead period until the next year starts again. Mm, that's because you're a student. No well, question. In the household that I grew up in, which I think was somewhat similar, Mikey, to the household you grew up in. Yes. Because your mother was a teacher, if I'm not mistaken, an educator, a no, learner. That would be Monica's, but yes, I. But I'm I'm lockstep with an educator as no, well. No negative. Nope. Other okay. than just attempting to educate me. Okay, we'll pivot off then. But but my parents were educators, right? So that was just the schedule that we lived on. And then I go off to college, yep. you know, and it's the same schedule and all of that. Well, then once I get thrust into the real world, I chose a profession other than education. And, yes, it goes from January 1st to December 31st. We you basically conclude your year with a holiday to, uh, you know, energize, rewind, uh, whatever you want to call it, start anew, start fresh, and whatever. But I will tell you unequivocally, if I said that word right, when I don't think I did, I do not set New Year's resolutions. I think it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I'm. I, I gotta. I gotta totally agree. You're the only. This is why we're broadcast partners, brother. Yeah. Because I've never heard anybody agree with me on that one. I have my whole life lived lived my world up until really getting into business and then one day in my 40s probably realized most human beings start their year January 1. I did the same. 10 years of playing football didn't help, but you're right. I always looked at the beginning of the years around September. I just always yeah. looked at that here, you know, and, and totally with you. And it didn't help that my wife's mom's an educator my neighbors and dear friends are educators. Um, that would be the Morgans. 
and Mike Morgan, Melissa Morgan, and my wife was an educator for 12 years. And so our whole house cycled around that same thing. So trying to set something new always felt best in September when the great game starts. But here's the thing. So, yeah, so that's Chad. Chad doesn't set them. Yo-Yo, do you set New Year's resolutions? I refuse. Why is that? Uh, because I usually I usually keep, if I do a resolution, I keep it for at least two days. And, <laughs> and that's about it. You're good? <laughs> 48 hours? I'm done. That's hey, like, man. Pretty much after that. It's like yeah. the purgatory of the resolution. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, in 17 days, I probably keep it two. That's that way. about right. Yeah. Well, you know, it, the good news is you're constantly setting goals. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's the one thing you would probably want to say. Is you have good intention. No well, doubt. you know, the only thing I set a goal for is to be here on Monday night with you guys. Well, And then on Saturday for the Yo-Yo Dave All Requests Saturday Extravaganza. Well, exactly, which we tune into. Um, but I do find that interesting, the whole resolution, because there's a whole, whole school of thought on you shouldn't do that. You should just be goal driven anyway but given the profession i'm in in sales yada 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 you try to get people you know here you go in you got new budgets you know you got the new year and you get re-racked and set for that but what i wanted to do was and i and and i did last year i tried to set some some resolutions and goals for the year i've always had to set goals but i kind of always looked at the rotation of September and I usually start getting them together. It just seems like that's the best time. But I'm not saying that here on the press box that we're not goal oriented people. It's just I don't know if we subscribe to the idea that you need to set goals, but you don't have to just put them all on pause until January comes around. But for you boys, um, I've got the top uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. May I make a few? Um do, observations but, I do have, but I do have the top eight 2024 America's top resolutions that I want to share with people. Let's hear uh, Chad's observation. we got to hear Chad's. Chad's Can I make a quick this. little observation? Please. Sure. It is amazing to me that 17, it takes 17 days for the wheels to fly off of a, resolu- a resolution Right. when it is proven fact it takes 21 days to create a habit. That's right. Right. So they run it right almost <laughs> up to the cusp of a habit, well, and then they bail out. If you're like me, you don't even put the lug nuts on real good, so it just flies <laughs> off early. It flies off. Yeah. Right. Take a sharp yeah, turn. exactly. Yeah. I don't even know if you put air in the tires, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> in two Boom. days. Boom. All right. But then, I mean, literally, they're a mere 96 hours away from it becoming a habit when they bail out. That's, that's, right. that's very interesting. It is. The it, second thing is, so Mikey and then Yo-Yo, you two, y'all are both men of faith as I am and sure. all of that, right? So yeah. you don't set New Year's resolutions, but what about Lent? Do you give up stuff for Lent? Well, no. that's a whole other topic to unpack, but... I have uh, not the only well this last year I gave up broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Baptist. We don't play. It, it was tough. It was a tough one yeah. for me, but I struggled it? through it. 
Yeah. I I'm, gave, yeah. I grew up Southern Baptist, so we don't play Lent. Yeah. So I yeah. had to give up broccoli, but no, I don't. Mm. It's interesting because that is a test, but let's get to this. So I, I think you bring up a good point and it does take 21 days to form a habit. How long does it take to lose one? Is no one ever 21. No, it takes about 10 seconds. Yeah. All you got to do is fire up a cigarette. Oh, Lord. you're smoking again. All right. A- so we'll start. We got eight. So we're going to start at number eight. And the number eight, uh, uh, the number eight ranked New Year's resolution for 2024 by all of America is reduce stress on the job. Okay. Oh, really? Reducing stress on the job. No, 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 no. That's number eight. That's number eight. We're going backwards. We're going backwards. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Here's another one. Number seven. Spend less time on social media. Well, that's a big one. That's a big one. Right now, there. let me ask y'all a question. When you're on social media. You want to talk about lose one in a, in a second or 10 seconds. Mercy. That one right there, that's a hard one to you get on the You get on the dopamine train. Yeah. Evidently, uh, you can get lost in the rabbit hole real quick. Real quick on that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then here's, here is, uh, that was eight, seven. Here goes number six. Reduce. To reduce spendings on living expenses, and it says this, food, energy. Yeah. So does that mean that the United States, and this is 26% of people polled, said they're going to reduce spending on food and energy? Okay. So uh, (laughs) I reduce the spending in my house by blocking Amazon. You do, yeah. No that's kidding. A good, that's no a good kidding. strategy. You block Amazon. You're absolutely yeah. right. Okay. All right, so here we go. Now we're in the top five. And number five, that by 20, uh, what do we say? 35% of Americans said lose weight. Now, why would that not be number one? You know, I every, mean, every time I say lose weight, it's it, somebody in my family says, I know where I found it. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always say, you lost weight. I found yeah. it under yeah. a pizza. Boom. Yeah, that's right. That got it. All right. So number four, 40% of Americans said they're going to spend more time with family and friends. That's a good one. So know. I think that the, is a good one there. I yeah. do too. I think the press box should put that down and we should have another hour of broadcasting. That's right. My I mean, mom listens to this show. And just to say, <laughs> all right. So losing weight was uh, number five. Now we That's come to the top three. Number three. That would have been number one all the way. No. Number three, eat healthier, said a bunch of people. Uh, broccoli. Forty-nine. Yeah, 47% but, of people said eat healthier. We're not going to lose weight. We're just going to put good food in us. I'm with you. Yeah. And then we get Rabbit to number food. two. What do you all think number two is? Quit smoking. Nope. That's a good one. That was on uh, last year's. Okay. This one, 50% of Americans polled, ladies and gentlemen, said that they're going to do more of this in 2024. Exercise more. Boom. You looked it up, you cheater. No, it is is exercise more. Yeah. It's exercising more. So right there in the top five, we have lose weight, eat better, and exercise more. And the number one, number one resolution that Americans are facing in 2024, save more money. Save more money. So, in conclusion, here is what the press box is offering you guys for free. 
if yes. we could put all these into a bundle, what you need to do is you can save money by stop eating. Yeah. Start walking to the store and spend no money when you get there. And, and then, yep, and no gas or no, you don't need a car right. or insurance. And leave your That's phone right. at home right. so you're not doing you social say, media. Yep, so then yeah. you're not on social media. And, and you don't smoke as you walk. Right. And, and really, um, it says quit your job because it says you got to reduce stress. I don't know if that's a smart play, well, but I can tell you how to reduce stress at work is you got to like the people you work with. Amen, and that's, and why, that's why we why, or you don't show up. That's why we <laughs> like the press box cuz I like the people I work with. No doubt, and that's what we do here in our three-legged stool. Mm-hmm. So ladies and gentlemen, so, uh, yeah, there's what there's what we got for tonight. Chad, it, you sound like you got a final thought to add to this. Well, it is seven o'clock, and I was about to go off on a long-winded dissertation. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> I'll, I'll hold it till next week. Package that to next and, week. Uh, but, yeah. uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have successfully lauded the Cowboys. We have praised those those uh, uh, lions that we uh, hope uh, the Metroplexes own when Dan Campbell takes them to victory and on to the Super Bowl. All right. We have uh, weighed in on uh, Ellis County basketball, at least as it uh, weighs in on Lake uh, uh, Middle Ethian Lake Ridge, yep. yeah, Middle Ethian High Oak. School, Red Oak, and Boys Wachachi. and Girls, and Waxhatchee Red and Indians yeah. who are undefeated. Right, and we've rounded that out by keep your resolutions, write them down, read mm-hmm. them every day, mm-hmm. and don't spit the bit. Mm-hmm. And anybody that by now has held on to their resolution. It is now habit because we're past 21 days. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So, so congratulations to those few. Yeah. Both of them. Yeah. So Chad now realizes when he leaves Yo-Yo and I alone to pilot this show, he realizes that he needs to spend less time out of town and be in the studio. That's right. Or else content yeah. takes a beating. But uh, no. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of my broadcast partner, one Chad Hicks, myself, Mike Fay, and our leader, here in the control room, and that would be one Yo-Yo Dave. We bid thee farewell, and we will see you next time, next Monday, here on the same spot. In the meantime, please take in all your Ellis County sports and listen to those sporting uh, events here on KBC. And uh, Yo-Yo? Yes? Tell them good night. Good night, Yo-Yo! Listening to the Press Box on KBEC 1390 AM, 99.1 FM, and online at KBEC.com. The Press Box is brought to you by Jerry's JW Carpets in Midlothian. Drive a little and save a lot at Jerry's JW Carpets. Tune in every Monday night at 6 p.m. for the Press Box. 